Peaches and cream and reality TV dreams, this ATLT is hot with rich, fabulous steam. From wigs to digs, the peach groves of Atlanta is where the shade lives. Candace Bassett did the thing. Karen Hager, Sir County King. Dr. Wendy, you're a genius. And Asha Star Darby, you're none of us. Because what kind of fucking bitch-ass moron gets married to a cave-dwelling creature and doesn't secure the bag? We really thought more of you. You did not do the thing. And if you're joining us for the first time, this is Housewives Heretics, a show where we not only reenact the BAFTAs, but we get in a BAFTA and talk about the Housewives. I'm Josh, and this is... Angela Bassett. I mean, Kalindi. Angela Bassett did the thing. <laughs> it's so good. You, it, did you shoulder? I oh, Of course. You can't say it without a shimmy. Without a shimmy and a shoulder. I was going to keep in J.D. Lee Curtis, you're all of us, but um, it's just my new favorite saying because I have no idea what that means <laughs> and why J.D. Lee Curtis is any of us. <laughs> um, after oh. seeing her defend it, I was like, okay, that is all of us. When she's like, she's a fucking star. Leave and her right. alone. I'm like, okay. She's right. Yep, that, that is And all honestly, it was a moment that we'll all be talking about. I think she's going to get a lot of gigs from this. Well, she already had a lot of gigs. She hosted the Tonys last year and was amazing. Amazing. But, you know, she didn't have her app and a little shoulder sh- shimmy to give her the pep that she needed in her step. We all You're, need that. We all need that. We all need that. We need the little Angela Bassett did the thing. I just can't. It's What a great thing. I, Matt always, thing? like, I say it randomly throughout the day, obviously. Yeah. And he's always like, are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm really, truly it's, not okay. It's a nice, uh, really, you know, I just need Angela Bassett. Exactly. Oscar to go. I did, I did the, the thing. thing. Yes. <laughs> it's a, I guess it is a nice um, change up for him though, from hearing me do my meow skills. <laughs> well, you know, you need to throw it in. Honestly, let's mix and match. Meow, Angela Bassett. Okay, let's get started. She did the thing, y'all. She's all of us. Right, meow. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I love Kate Blanchett. You're a genius. <laughs> You're a genius. You're a genius. Just got to get that out there. Okay, ready? Let's get ready to go and get in some hot news. What's the sitch? Drew Sedora has finally filed for divorce from Ralph Pittman at 1.10 p.m. on February 27th. No. It is amended <laughs> divorce filing. She said that he's a serial cheater and adulterer who abused her mentally, financially, and at one point got physically aggressive with her. Ralph arrived at the courthouse with his own divorce, divorce filing at 2.11 61 minutes after her and he released his own statement but we don't need to hear from that trifling hoe so we'll listen to and and like she released hers and i wish the judge would just go duh you know what i mean like duh yeah like we all knew all that sorry i just can't sit here yeah i just can't sit here and take it (laughs) okay go exactly oh finally drew dropped him that's the most weight she's lost the only thing she's she's hot (laughs) But well deserved. Get your get your fine ass out there in the streets of Atlanta and get someone better, girl. She said, after eight years of wholeheartedly fighting for my marriage, which we saw, she yeah. I made the agonizing decision to release my husband with love. I released him with hate. But all right, be better. Um, although Ralph and I have decided to move forward separately, the hope is to remain friends. <laughs> 
so we can co-parent responsibly for the kid he didn't adopt. Yeah, okay. Right. In spite of our very public life, I'm asking for privacy during this difficult time as my child, as my children and I learn to navigate through our new beginnings. These are going to be the best beginnings ever. Get away from him. Right. I also like. She was way too nice about that. You don't have to write that much. Um. Yeah. I would be like, uh, y'all saw you, y'all saw him. Fuck him. I would have went. Drusadora did the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on the way to find my new king (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) uh just you know duh like hopefully you know i guess this is all gonna play out next season but i think they've filmed most of the season so i'm afraid that we're not gonna get it this season and it's gonna be an announcement at the reunion i yeah maybe but she i mean you know, she might, it could just be a big storyline. Maybe they're finally fucking keeping something secret. You know what I mean? Huh. Like, I've been so disappointed. Let's just get into real-time revelations. Because I've been really disappointed in the Lisa Hochstein of it all. Because mm-hmm. I thought we were going to get this real juicy. But everything that we saw, we had, other than that one hot mic moment, we had already. Yeah. Like nothing really new. She kind of just disappeared. And so like, I thought we were going to get some more scandalous details and we didn't. And we didn't. And Um, it's like a year later. That's what's so annoying. Even with tree, like we, we've known every single one of these things that we've seen unfold on camera. And we knew them like a year ago. Like that is too long to wait. No, I, I really, I mean, we got to talk about it guys. We got to get a better contract. We've got to get social media under control they're just gonna have to release that shit as it comes out while it's being filmed i mean that's even more exciting and get you more hits and more likes if people are watching the show and then rush to your instagram to see the pictures or you release it the day that it's going to air right people get excited for it that night you know what i mean but i think the problem more well social media we've talked about is a problem but they keep selling all these stories to page six and no that's what i think i think they should also like tighten that up like gag I think, order i think the ndas when they have them sign it whether they want to be on camera like i think everybody has to like not be able to sell stories to page six yeah i agree because it's it's ridiculous like we've known every single detail of all of these major dramatic storylines i know it's so annoying and that is why i'm kind of excited about new york because i haven't really heard anything other than the one girl quit because of um, anti-Semitic comments. So yeah. like, um, other than that, like I haven't heard anything and I'm excited about that. New York was always pretty good about that. You never really heard anything. Cause I think because they, they're all too busy drinking. Yeah. And they, I, I do think that when you're like in the elite of New York, like, I don't think people are taking pictures. Like you're on, on those people only go to like private clubs and shit. Like they're, yeah. it's all very, they're, they're all at the Regency. They're all at the fucking Regency with Tom. Don't Tom. tell me it's about Tom. Oh, oh okay. Um, Miami was that the finale? I did did, the, was it today? Well, I don't know if the I didn't know if Ariana's like little today. I didn't watch, I but watched was it. Ariana's weird music party reveal where she also oh, revealed that she God, was a liar about her foot? <laughs> like I was like, you stole that wheelchair from a disabled or a drunk, and that's oh. not okay. I and oh god, I can't. But this last episode was kind of a dud for me, and Ariana's video also a dud. Leah Black, I did love seeing her. I do have to say, I love her little cackle, but she does not fit in with this cast, and I'm happy Mm -hmm. she's not there. I think she might be coming back next season, though. To be like Lisa's guru, 
who knows? Well, there is a lot of drama there with Marisol. So, but Marisol, you know, she's only the, the most active friend of that I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. She's everywhere. <laughs> she, she, it's, she's it's all insane. Of us. She's all of us. <laughs> she's God. fucking all of us. Oh, oh. well, okay. Instead of um, wind chimes, she just has her clockies and she, <laughs> it keeps things hot and cold. Let it drop. <laughs> I watched that scene the other day. It is real. And when, and when she's talking about like the dog collar or something, and Dorit literally pushes off the table and goes, Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, wow. Stop it right now. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, I swear. That, see, that is my favorite part, right? Because uh, uh, I feel like that this, the part, we'll get to it in um, Atlanta later when we hear like one of the most famous taglines. My favorite part is right after. But I swear, like the customer service part. Yes, I, yeah. like, I think that is the funniest thing ever. Like I think I that is. Forgot about that. That no. is the funny part. Yes, That's I say that every part. day, every single day. I say that. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever. And heard. then you throw a twenty at them, and You're I like, go, "Oh wow." Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh meow. Oh meow. Let's go into New Jersey. This is the season of reckoning that I have been opening open for. I am devastated for Teresa and those beautiful girls. Um, but this is what needed to happen a long time ago. Okay, is my birthday twin Gabriella not me? She's everything. Like, she's is that not exactly how I stare at people? Yeah, <laughs> You're she, trying to be like, she, please stop I, talking to me. I, I, I also, Gia was so nice and yeah. so grown up, but I am so yeah. sad M because much she more is done. She is done. Like, that will never happen for Gia. They have betrayed her and her family so much that, like, I cannot believe that Joe and Teresa, Joe and Melissa had the fucking audacity to go on a podcast. Literally, Melissa, they fight. It, it would have either been they continue the show on with all of you fired or you come back with Teresa. Yeah. That's why you did that. That's why you did that. Exactly. It. it was so annoying. And like it, when somebody's low like that, throwing what you should be doing for your family in their face and saying that you get like you fed their kids yeah, is just disgusting. Well, and especially because and your god kids and exactly. your nieces, and your when nephews, you're gonna get, you should. When you're gonna act like it's semantics and that's not what she meant, when you pick apart, you literally get mad because Teresa says my chosen family when. She chose, you were there too. Joe was supposed to be there. He was I, invited. There was nothing wrong with that. So Honestly, what's and, the problem? And you were invited to Teresa's birthday, didn't show up. Invited to this, didn't show up. Teresa's invited to Antonia's birthday, she shows up. Like So I just think that we're finally seeing what happens because they are, I don't understand. Teresa's never been more genuine in wanting to like fix this. And she definitely is okay with fixing it or just letting it go. And like, you know, it was really sad when she got off the phone and she was like, he said, he yeah, I love me. you. I know. I love you. It was really sad because he's, he's being a fucking baby. Well, he's and you, throwing like, a tantrum. And always. And when you literally have problems for years with your nieces too, because you shit talk their father so much. And then you have a photo op with them. Excuse me, and then tell the girls to get the hate out of their heart. Like, oh, right. you're really gonna go there. And Melissa tonight, or oh, this episode said, I know they have hate for us. They're children. Like, don't do that shit. Don't, um, don't. Anybody that was an actual good aunt wouldn't, that wouldn't have been so uncomfortable. 
Yeah. Everybody was uncomfortable there. Melissa was uncomfortable because she doesn't have a relationship with them. They should hate you. And I just don't understand. I do get the side, like, I understood why Melissa and Joe could be a little upset. But I, as a real person, I was like, well, that's fucking stupid. She doesn't need to invite your whole family. That's weird. And I do understand when you're like, you're inviting Ramona and I'm right, on right. for this. And I get that. But first of all, it's the business deal still. Second of all, second of all, you can be a little upset. That's on you. You just sit there. You process that. She has every right to invite whoever the fuck she wants to her wedding. You and just want to find her reason. they tweeted about her and stuff. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But also like, she, Melissa, she barely likes you. Yeah. You think that just because she's nice and cordial, maybe, maybe she never wants to see your fucking mom again since her dad died. Maybe she was only being nice to him, nice to her for him. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's, they literally nitpick the shit out of everything she does. And it's just really, really fucking But then gets annoying. mad when she calls them out. Like, it's just ridiculous. And I think that the root of it is... to have the conversations or try to fix it. Exactly. They, they just keep letting... And she can, she keeps going in the room and finding things. They're just trying to build a case because I honestly, I think Joe loves her, but I think they both hate her. You yeah, know what I, I mean? agree. Like, I, think, I think they're I think super they're jealous. they're so jealous that yeah. she's famous. And they're so jealous because they, in their heads, think that a million times America should have turned on her and nobody did. And they get every time people don't turn on her when they think that they should, they should, they get even matter. They get and even I, matter. And it just yeah, compounds. Absolutely. And I think the root of it is because they come from such a misogynistic culture that Joe, Joey thinks he's now the man of in the family. Mm-hmm. And just like Teresa said with her dad, she's like, you couldn't tell him when he was wrong. You couldn't tell him any different than what he thought. You just did what he said. And so Joey thinks he deserves to be, have that spot. And that was the big conflict between Melissa and Teresa in the beginning because M- Teresa was living that lifestyle. And she felt like Melissa wasn't giving that to her parents. Right. And now Teresa has seen the light and is actually trying to process and move forward and like going through therapy to break these toxic cycles and Joe and Melissa are still ingrained. Yes. And, and, you know, I, I, I just, there's just a lot of, he's being a brat, like an absolute brat. And it's just really, it's really sad to watch because it's also unnecessary at this point. Like it really is like they were saying for years, it's Teresa being hard headed. Well, she's fully willing and open. And now you want to act like it's too late. You, right. you see him unwilling to meet with her. And you know, she, he, she also like when Nona was dying, she also like was like, he never comes over here. Nona's always here. He's always welcome. Like, he had plenty of time to right. fix this. And exactly. he just, he just, it's it's as much, I've gotten to the point where it's as much him as it was Melissa. Oh, um, for sure. And for a long time, I thought he was doing it because he loves Melissa. But now I no, think it's a him. lot of it's for him. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, if you want to be done with Teresa, that's fine. Like, honestly, I get it. I think there's it's a lot now. Yeah. There's a lot there, but just stop talking about it. Like, stop, stop wanting her to invite you to everything that you don't show up for. Right. Like, just be done. There's plenty of castmates that are just cordial that kind of never interact. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to be fully interacting. 
Yeah. So like, you know, if that's where the way it goes, but we know the way it goes and it goes the Teresa River way. So, um, well, and then there was Potomac. Then there was Potomac. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. These, I will say these two parts of the reunion, we probably only needed two, but these two parts have been some of the best two-parted I've seen where it's got an even amount of like actual exciting parts to them. Yeah, but uh, the second we, part lost me so much with that colorism segment. I mean, it's such an important topic. They really did need to address it. But for Giselle and Robin to act like they had no idea, like when Candace literally prefaced it by saying, I do not think my class, my castmates are colorists, but we are treated differently by the viewers. So why are you trying to undermine her? I, I think that it was just done in a poor way. Um, I, I don't think that it should have all been put on Candace's shoulders. I think it would have been very easy to reach out to the community and reach out to a lot of Bravo celebrities and just a lot of Bravo viewers, a lot of pe uh, people that um, podcast and stuff like that and get people that can educate people in like a snip by step, you know what I mean? Kind of yeah. like people's experiences and opinions and kind of put it together in a really nice three to five minute like montage where... You know, it, it just, I felt like if they were going to do it the way they did it, it should have been planned more. Like I feel she, like they should have had its own special, honestly. Like, right. if you're going to yeah. have three parts, give me a part on this, because this is really important. And the nuance is so And there's plenty of people that want to talk about it, you know? Yeah, I mean? there's like, tons of people that Candace's do talk about shoulders. it. Yeah. And like a Nimade is uh -huh. local. She's in the DMV. We talk about colorism on her show all the time. Uh, Taria's up there. Like, grab one of them. Right. And I'm sure they'd be happy to discuss. Right. And I, I just, and school the green eyed bandits. On oh, their privilege. Giselle Robin. And I am, I am loving this little shade of like Andy clearly grilling Robin and then them cut. I love that they cut into her being a hypocrite. When she said that a man really shouldn't be in the same woman with a married man shouldn't be in a woman with a room. Yeah. Well, in a room with a woman, yeah. Yep. I want to I want to challenge the hotel that this happened at to release the lobby footage. I know. What what do you have to do to do that? Like, do we need to like file a lawsuit and well, get a police report? Like <laughs> let's figure out what hotel. How do we is. have this? I may have connections at a very large hotel chain. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. can absolutely call the front desk from a front desk. So all right, hunky dory. Yeah. Um and but we need it quick because how long ago was this? Oh, this was a long time ago. Nobody's going to have that footage anymore. Exactly. Nobody keeps that many years of footage. It, you Damn it. Rolling over. Damn it, it. Yeah, because it was during COVID. Yeah, it was a long time ago. <sighs> That's so frustrating. There was no... there. I, call the front desk. I need a Seriously. front desk lady immediately. Oh. That was frustrating. I, I you know... I felt like Candace explained herself and tried to really appeal to Giselle with what was happening. And I just don't think that Giselle sees what anybody's saying. And I think it's gotten to the point where I, 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 I'm waiting to see Giselle with Chris, but I do think that Giselle realizes what she has done is wrong, but she kind of knows that going into it, that it's her storyline. Yeah. And so like, you know, I, 
I was with Andy because I haven't understood this whole thing the whole time in this situation when you're like actual friends with somebody. Like I was like, maybe it's because I'm a gay guy, but like I have never, I would never find it weird for my spouse or just like a, a man to be in a room with a woman. Like that doesn't- And where that- does it end? Because like, can I not let my husband drive my friends to the airport alone? You know what I mean? Like- but you you not only like, do a TV show, you go out together. He's cooked for you. Like it's it doesn't it just you have to for you to feel uncomfortable. There needs to be an example, or Chris just always makes you feel uncomfortable. It's and you one need or to, but no, I think that you need to clarify that Chris did not make you feel uncomfortable. That the situation being in a room with a married man, any married man, would have made her feel uncomfortable. I think is what she needs to say. Right. If that's, if that's the if case. That's something, yeah. If and that's that, the and, case. And, and if that's the case, that has everything to do with her. And of course she has the right to set her boundaries, Right. but don't make it out to be a thing. A predator. Yes. Especially when he did leave the room. Right. So like, it just, I, you know, it's very undeserving and it, she's never going to admit it, but I have to say, I did like seeing her maybe be with somebody. I would like to see that side of Giselle. And I would also like to see somebody viciously come for it because the way that she honestly tries to come for everybody else's relationships, she deserves a little bit back. Yeah. I think she's just so angry with what happened with Jamal and she was so embarrassed that she just tries to embarrass everybody because she doesn't want to feel like an idiot. Yeah, I think that she always wants to be the top girl. And instead of... Which is sad because she has it all. She's gorgeous. She has a great personality. You don't have to be this girl to be likable or to be like sassy. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to be this girl. Just be yourself and fucking stop being so miserable. Yeah. Anyways, I, you know, but I love to see her on my TV. I just, I need a little bit more or something different from her next year. She's going to need like a, like when Tamara was stirring the pot too much and it got kind of annoying. Yeah. You got to pause them. You got to pause them. You got to remember, you got to remind them that they're not the show. I would love to see Robin gone and Giselle demoted. Yeah. Just to scare her. I mean, you can bump her up the next season again, but just to shake her a little. So she gets a little bit of a reality or check. Or do we want to really shake her and keep Robin? <laughs> no, because I feel like that you have to show people. Robin, like show everyone what Robin did is unacceptable. Oh, no, I totally agree. I totally, 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 totally agree. But that would shake her. That would be great. That would shake her like a tree. Shake her, shake like, her like a, a salt shaker. And I have to say... I truly don't think that Mia knows that she was probably committing a Jin Shaw-esque crime or doing something <laughs> weird with the business or just didn't own any of it and had no idea what was going on. Because yeah, I, don't I think, th- but I don't think she's lying. I think that her understanding is what she told us. It just doesn't make sense to the normal world. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like- I, she definitely pretends like she knows more than she knows. And I think I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to pick up from the translation is there's a difference between like investors and managing partners. And that's right. why there's eight, maybe eight investors, three managing partners or whatever the numbers and, were. And, and I, they're clearly a fri- franchise. So yeah, exactly. With franchise owners. And then, then there was something. She right. was probably an investor into a chain of franchises that sat on a, board a board with the yes. other franchise yeah like the right. whole owners of all of the joint chiropractors and then right. she can run this local branch with g and his brother or whoever. right 
and that local brand she owns she's 51 percent owner or something yeah. yeah and they probably each you know well no who knows what's happening now but clearly no good business was done and yeah you really can't trust somebody that has three rentals I'm just gonna no. say, like, like and, you need to, you uh, that are this bi-coastal between DC and Charlotte. <laughs> and why did you have a penthouse and a house in Charlotte that you're renting? They, why do they do anything? Like that's just not smart. No, it's real stupid. Kind of like Giselle's Giselle's dress. When I first saw it, I thought I was gonna like it because I like that blue a lot. But I'm not understanding why it was rhinestoned so literally in weird places horizontally. It's and really not odd. symmetrically on the arm? Yeah, I think I think it was a senior project. I think one of the girls did it for her. Like, it would have been a real good senior project. Well, um, good job, girls. Good job. Like, if that was your senior, senior project, you killed it. If that's supposed to be reunion fashion and somebody made that free. Or it was like a, a drag queen that really got her. It was Jasmine Masters from, <laughs> from, from the Karen Walker show. She was like, I like Carol Burnett. No, my friend, Wendy Williams. <laughs> I, I understood everything she said. I was like, that makes complete sense to me. Wendy Williams told you, you should do a show because you're hysterical. You said, sure, Wendy, I'm going to steal yours. Um, that didn't work out. Sherry <laughs> Shepard got you. So you did your local comedy show with Jasmine Masters. I thought it was, you know, it all connects for me. All connects for me. And I have to say, who, whoever's the queen that does her nude illusion on her dresses does a really good job. Because I thought that was her own skin. Until yeah, I saw her move for a while. It was mm -hmm. great. It was great. Do we want to get into any other Bravo shows while we're here? No. You want to talk about Below Deck? Oh, okay. You don't. Okay. Oh, I mean, um, oh, God. What do you think of Haley? I think I'm caught up. The gender. I like Haley. I like I, her. I think she's like a Cynthia Bailey of Below Deck, and I would like her to like stay. Yeah, like, yeah, I definitely think she's she, say she's like funky, she's a good funky, force. Yeah, and I went very back and forth with Miss Sandy this season. Oh I, yes, I I I liked how she's ended with Fra Fraser. I can't say his name. I say Fraser. I, I like I, I Fra Fraser I, Fraser Fraser like laser Fraser. Yes. Um, I like where she's ended, but I think that she has a problem admitting when she's wrong. And I hope she doesn't. I think she should have said, sorry, I came for you. I was really mad at her. And mm -hmm. I think he's, she's like been really mean to him over um, what's her name's behavior. I forgot. Alyssa. Alyssa's behavior. Yeah. And yeah. she was so nice to Camille. Yeah. And then and Camille Alyssa was, a disrespectful was like asshole. immediately like yeah. what? Yeah, I know. And I just, I, I, and I like seeing that Sandy's a human, but I don't like if you act like a superhuman and then you're human. Like, I, And then I, you still act superhuman right. after you're I human. just want her to kind of become a little more human because that's the way she's behaving. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we can get into, we can get into our real job now. We're hitting up Atlanta. We're going to have some parties and we're going to sit back, relax, and we're going to sit down and go back to July 30th, 2009. Oh my God. Will it ever end? What are we listening to? At least it's a different song oh, now. Really? We got, I got to fill in. Probably for this whole, I mean, this was the year of the Black Eyed Pea. It really, truly was. I mean, they ruled like, Wow. Wow, 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 wow. In the box. No wonder office. Fergie is doesn't have to do front walkovers anymore. She's just <laughs> resting on this boom boom. She's gonna pow do money. one I think in boom boom pow, that's what she said. I'm gonna do one-handed cartwheels. Yeah. 
Um, I think that was the one. Or I'm I'm a B. That's an I'm a B. We'll get to that oh. year. We'll get to that year, guys. <laughs> um, and then on TV, we were watching Gossip Girl in the box office. We were G fours. XOXO Gossip Girl. Um, and then the headlines. Governor Patterson yesterday waved off. He's from Patterson. He's from Patterson. Remember? Did you forget? <laughs> um, he waved off a warning from powerful labor leaders and Demo- the Democratic Party honchos who privately met with them and gave him until October to do better before they jump ship. He says no one there said anything like that to me. And people were in there in the meeting that I know, and they didn't hear it that way, according to the New York Post. <laughs> we'll get him on Housewives. I think Governor... <laughs> we have had him on Housewives. Don't you remember when he was on um, and Ramona was competing who was blinder? Oh, yeah, I do. That's him? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, got it. I wonder if he ran under the the um, slogan, Governor Patterson, this bitch is better. <laughs> I can only hope. And I am more blind than Ramona Singer. <laughs> that was his real platform. And Ramona was like, he is never more blind than me. Um, remember when she came, when she ruined Bridie's time? Oh my God, please. God, please don't. Like, that. I'm going to jump out my window. Okay. That is literally the worst moment of all Bravo to me. So, I swear so to you, I literally, I could throw up right now. Like, so is that the worst? Is that not the worst? I moment? watched like, it the other day and it just got quiet. And he goes, he goes, I've never felt something like this before in my body. <laughs> it's like, I was like, it's embarrassment for like actual direct embarrassment. <laughs> it's like, wor- like embarrassing is not strong enough. Like no. it's like, that the way Nathan described it was perfect. Like yes. I never felt like Left this in body. my body. Never like, felt like this in my body. Yeah, absolutely. I would have uh, left. I would have. I don't even know what I would have done. Like I would have. I probably well, I would have been right like there. a birdie, and this cage bird would have sang, and I would have just started. <laughs> I would have put on my tap shoes. I would have shuffled out of there and ran <laughs> to the next bar and took shots. Poor Bridie. Oh, oh poor my God. Birdie. What? A, we love you. We, you are uh, our forever. You are page. everyone. You are all of us. <laughs> oh, wow, Brighty. Um, and then in the fashions, we were wearing low-rise jeans. Yes, we were. And in the celeb gossip, a jittery Disney officials worried about a potential stalker uh, targeting teen star Miley Cyrus planned the LAPD to warn them about the creep. Mike McLeod, 53, was arrested on June 22nd on Tybee Island, Georgia, where the 16-year-old Hannah Montana star was shooting a film. Was that? No. Was that the one where she met Liam? No, I think um, that was I think that was in Australia. Maybe the last song is the last one. And then he said, uh, and then he said he told authorities that Cyrus sent him secret messages on Disney TV show and said, I will fucking and I'll I will fucking be with Miley, according to TMZ. McLeod um, was released the next day and his whereabouts are unknown. That's are they terrifying. I need an update. Are they still unknown? Yeah, we should Google him because he definitely well, it sounds I'm not a doctor. But I'll ask Doc Lovey, and because it, it sounds like he has schizophrenia. Yeah, he needs a a, a real diagnosis. Yeah, a real yeah. diagnosis, and probably some medicine. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, certainly some medicine. Well, let's get ready. Let's go to season two, episode one, the introduction of Candy Coated. And um, I would like to start this with a little quote from Cynthia Bailey, who I know is not here, but it's going to be seasons till we get there, and it's just my favorite thing that she's. 
this book. Um, not all diamonds and rosé. Cynthia Bailey said concerning Kim Zolciak leaving the series season four or five, whatever it was. She goes, look, I never got a chance to connect with Kim, only on the show with her for three years. But I could see she was good for the show. I have never met anyone like her before. A white lady in a wig, chain-smoking cigarettes, and cussing up a storm? That was different. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, Nobody summed up anybody like that. That should be on her resume. And, um, and then she goes... But when these ladies get to the point where they're too big for this show and the network, it's disrespectful. Now, if you want to be a diva and do all this stuff after we're done filming, by, by all means, but do not waste my time. And I was like, you are all of us. Like, <laughs> Cynthia Bailey is all of us. Thank you. She's a white wig lady in a wig chain smoking. That was different. <laughs> that was different. Well, this episode is called New Attitude, Same ATL. So we're going to get that same chain smoking white woman in a wig I, I thought the wig was a little better this year what'd you think not yet it, it, it was a little better I was mm. good mm. uh so the taglines are pretty are, are all the same except for this is candy's first season so yes. um she what's hers i didn't write it down i've worked for i am an had. independent oh. woman doing it for myself. myself oh i remember that and next season's the one where she sings that she's like oh, oh, after, that's my yeah, favorite. Boom. Yeah, yeah, she does the the uh, little Richard. Did oh I ever God. tell you? Oh I my waited, God. I used to wait tables on Little Richard all the time. He lived oh. in the hotel where oh my. I where my restaurant was. Tutti Fruity? Tutti Fruity old Rudy lived in the penthouse of the hotel. Oh yeah. Oh my God. And I the used to wait on him life. all the time. Was he an angel? He was really sweet, but he um he was suffering from like dementia towards the end, so he didn't oh, remember so he, did, he didn't remember like you anybody at all. But oh, it was really fun. fun, and he would introduce himself every time. He was very nice, very nice. Angel, oh my goodness! I was gonna, I don't even remember. Oh, I was gonna say. Speaking of the taglines, Doc pointed out to me that. Um, the new seasons of Atlanta and I don't know which one else is just I was binging Atlanta don't have the families in the background hmm. oh, New Jersey still does to this right. day but Atlanta stops like probably season seven ish interesting yeah so I'm gonna every time we watch I'm gonna like, different be, production companies might yeah. be how that might be how the contracts go you know like maybe they're yeah not, but it's maybe, just so interesting maybe they you know? only pay the star and they don't pay the families yeah, because I miss Riley in the back. Doing her little jig? Yeah. I loved her dancing in the back. Me oh. too. Oh. Okay, so season one opens with Nini in her new home. Um, she season two. Up. Season two, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Episode one, season two. She she lives next to that woo girl. Um, and Dwight comes over to redecorate. In a fur with a huge bouquet. Yeah, and it's clearly, clear. clearly summer. So, like, that yeah. fur was a lot. Girl. Uh, girl, you hot. Um, and Nini just starts laughing so much. And then she's, like, showing off her new house, her new digs. Um, he hates the silk plant. Hates them. And then I don't know how he felt about those drapes, but I just felt that they weren't worth $15,000. Who the hell? Like, get Zaren Fabric on the line immediately. Right? I was like, she was very rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, those aren't even like forever curtains. I no. Was like, I mean, you might be able to double them as like a rug. 
Ew. They, felt, they had looked a little rug-like, but, you know, the texture wasn't there for me. Um, and then uh, he goes to open uh, the uh, champagne. Champs. Yeah. And she goes, that sounds like... He goes, rotate the bottom. She goes, that sounds like sex. And he goes, oh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and she was hiding because she was afraid the cork was going to hit her. Right. And I mean, for $15,000... Um, curtains that didn't look like very good champagne <laughs> to be honest Mm-mm. i was like what? well she has some more money on the champagne yeah she has brent's karaoke machine disco ball hanging in the theater room so you know <laughs> that was dreadful <laughs> that was i was like oh god oh <sighs> uh, uh, but let him live i hope you sing karaoke every day baby i know let him enjoy it i love a good karaoke karaoke and then um, Dwight shows her and says that he needs to put a curtain on each side so that she can have a pole over there. And then he starts breaking down his sexy moves for mm-hmm. her. And does, you know, Dwight does a lot. Dwight does a lot throughout the series. And I can't wait till he reconnects with Phaedra for that baby shower because that is a, that is a Bougetto moment. For they sure. do a lot of choreography throughout the years. <laughs> and that's something I miss. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't get a choreograph number anymore. Only with me. And then we go to Kim to see Sweet Rose, who obsessed with. Is Rose still alive? No. Oh, we lost her? Yeah. Well, she looked pretty old about 20 years ago when we watched this. (laughs) I mean, she looked like she had a long life. wonder if she saw that one coming. Oh, my God. Goodbye. (laughs) Love you, Rose. She really is such an angel. Um, And she was like, Kim was like, you look great. She was like, thanks, you do too. She was just like right on it. And then she was like, no, thank you, big papa. We broke up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because of betrayal. You can, I mean, who can ever trust a man who's already, who you're already his mistress? Married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're already one, mistress number one. What's Calm number down. two? Yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, Rose tells her that she has a line for a son six or seven years after her youngest. Uh-huh. And she saw a line for a business because Kim's about to get into her wiggery. And mm-hmm. um, Rose had never saw anything about to do with business before. She was like, I never saw anything that had to do with success with you. This is shocking. This, <laughs> this is, is new. This is new. Ride. And I really she brings out a wet wipe and wipes it off. And she's like, oh, that was a pin line. <laughs> oh, okay. That was just some queso cheese. Okay. Makes um, sense. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then she says, first time in seven years. And we know that Kim looks 45, but she's really 29. I was like, Kim has been going to this woman since she was 22. Like consistently getting her hands red. She is different. (laughs) She she is different. Um, And then uh, I I just can't. I Rose was pretty accurate because I think she had a baby like nine years later. Yeah, and And then and she tells her it's going to be a boy, and then she predicts the next ones too. Yeah, I mean, so I wish I would have went to Rose. Mm-hmm. She would have been my compass rose. That's what her compass rose psychic readings is what she should have been called. And she should have had a hotline. Hmm. <sighs> Where you only hire psychics named Rose. Okay, anyways, Sheree's house is in foreclosure. My house is not in foreclosure. <laughs> Kim's house also allegedly in foreclosure, but she keeps making payments at the last minute mm-hmm. or extorting I love that she, Kim loves to wait till she owes $300,000 then pay it all at once. 
she just loves to write big checks honestly um so she, she thank you big papa you'll find me honestly she performed that at a bat mitzvah that's how she's that's how she made it can yes, you manage it. oh my god kim, kim in a keeper doing the hava even better Nagila, g-o-o-g-l-e she got a boy in a chair <laughs> she's like now you're a fucking man oh my god no she wears a brown wig and pretends to be the countess <laughs> and she's like what's up motherfuckers this is the countess speaking uh, she's like yeah, party for the party oh, oh. Uh, they're like that's not your song that song's for everyone that song's for it's uh, all of us oh, that's so great yeah Kim was actually the woman that just recently puked on the countess as she was <laughs> she was in disguise trying to steal the numbers she was the audience practicing uh, <laughs> I mean, I love that theory. So um, that idiot Bob uh, was court ordered to pay the mortgage. Um, apparently the court just doesn't follow through with that. So she'd be in foreclosed on. And I just thought he hadn't paid. His- and I was like, how could this woman, after she went through what she went through with Bob, let al- in the marriage, let alone how he treated her in the divorce, ever speak to him again? I know. Like, I, I, I'm not that person. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He would be lucky if I didn't burn his house, burn his car. You know what I mean? Like, he would be lucky. To, I mean, it's shocking. shocking. Touched by an angel. Ooh, darling. Yes. And is this Tanya lady that comes over? Is this the one that rents Kim that house that she also gets kicked out of? <laughs> that it? Yes. I think that's her. No, it's Kendra. Oh, this woman just looks so familiar. Don't worry, to me. I just watched that. And I remember it had an A on the end. I mm-hmm. couldn't remember. Damn Where it. Where the hell I- is Kendra? Right. Why didn't Kim- Kendra get on Kendra get on that show? Let's have her um, go uh, ruin Ralph Pittman's life. Right? <laughs> For sure. Um, <laughs> and then I love when they did the segues and Nini said, coming up next. <laughs> and I was like, yes. She had such a vibrance wow. when she said it. And I was excited to see what kind of came up next. I a was vibrant like, voiceover. Woo! Give me more voiceover. You said, give me a voiceover. Tell, say next time on Housewives Heritage. Next time on Housewives Heritage. <laughs> I love it. Okay. There we go. And then we go, and this is what I have to say, people. We I saw it last season where Lisa Wu was just as boring as, as Mustard. Like, if she's Mustard, Lisa was catch up. Like, it's so boring. And then we cut to Lisa in her first scene, and she's in that fucking insulting brown living room. And we just have to see her in her house again with Ed. I'm like, this woman literally has no storyline. It okay. is shocking. But I will say, she is teaching her 18-month-old baby to read. We should send her to Miami to teach Larsa. Yeah, she. all of those women. Yeah. And how to scroll. Yeah. Now, that baby is a genius. And we forgot to bring it up in New Jersey. But that little Valentina girl mm-hmm. um, is a genius, too. I didn't even know all those artists. Oh, my God. 
amazing. A I was genius. like, I have I, the only one I knew was Jackson Pollock. I was like, wow, she is a genius, and her pronunciation was excellent. I mean, and so impressive. And then it is shocking to me all the time how many men on these TV shows don't know how pregnancy works, like at all. Ed had no idea. This is why it's not surprising that most women don't orgasm with men because they're idiots. She she was like, you know how I'm 38, and he was like, well, I'm young, it's okay. I'll, yeah. I'll take care of it. Like, okay, baby. No, you don't that's matter. not how it works. You idiot. Like, you can have a baby when you're 100. Yeah. What do you mean? Right. It has nothing and- to do with you. And you will later with Trudy from uh from, from who is who is she's with the from um, the from the Crosby from the Cosby Cos- show Judy, Vene- Trudy. not Vanessa with Vanessa I forget her name with Vanessa Keisha Knight Pullum right Keisha Knight Pullum yeah she's no wait lunch. wait wait it's Keisha Knight Pullum Vanessa- is that right? yes. No, but that's not Vanessa that's no he's with the little one Rudy Rudy Ruby yeah. Rudy 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 yes. I love Rudy. Her. We'd get there eventually. Eventually, yeah. There's so only then, five Cosby kids. We could have, we would have gotten. We, we would have really gotten there. I haven't watched the Cosby Show in a long time, and was so disappointed in Mr. Cosby that I just kind of blocked it out of my life, except for Raven Simone Yang. Um, um, same. It used to be my favorite show. I was actually like born to an episode of the Cosby Show, allegedly. Oh my God! Wow, was that on your birth certificate? It was. It was. (laughs) Are you here to tell us something that your name is really Rudy Huxtable? (laughs) Are you Raven Simone? Um, Um, Only biologically. Oh, (laughs) biologically. Uh, Okay, Raven Simone said that she was up for um, being uh, doing a Cheetah Girls reunion, even though that she's moving more. Cheetah Girls. And I said, let's get, let's have one. Let's get she delicious girls. Oh my let's god! Get what what else? I mean, Keely Williams is literally not doing anything. But I would like to cut her. Oh yeah, she scares me. She's <laughs> absolutely massively insane. <sighs> um, it's. I mean, she drove Aubrey O'Day off a cliff for. I, three, seriously, she disappeared for three years. <laughs> she literally. <laughs> I, I never understood why the Cheetah Girls broke up. I was like, <laughs> you until until I watched that show last year. I was like, oh my god, it all makes sense. Did you read where she was slept with all three members of that one boy band? No, I I don't know who it was. We'll have to look up. It was another minor boy band, but she slept with all of them. She is all of us. (laughs) They were all of all in her. Um, But like, good for her. Be free. But I mean, she was three LW. Oh my god. Uh, Okay, so that was last year, boy, in the eighth grade. And if you guys don't know. There is a little video that I watch frequently, and it is a song by Keely Williams that was never released on on Spotify or anywhere, but it was on YouTube, and it's called Sex is Spectacular. Just go look it up. Sex is Spectacular. So good. A hit. A hit. He was ripping my track out while he was blowing my back out. That's a little (laughs) lie from that On my tombstone, face down. Oh, it's so good, and it's an it's a number for the clubs. Um, Lisa then meets up with Ken. Uh, oh wait, no, I skipped a lot of stuff. Sorry, Lisa Woob, and then we go to Sheree, and she's going to start planning her independence party. With mm-hmm. and Anthony was referred to her by a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. Yes, and Keisha is also the party planner. I don't know why they're both party planners. Not Rudy Huxtable, Keisha. No. The other, Keisha. unfortunately. Oh my God. Speaking of that, do you remember there was a reality show called The Real House Husbands? 
of Hollywood. And then Chris Rock did like a show on it later. So that's the only thing when you actually look it up that comes up. But Vanessa was on there. Oh, with her husband. Well, there you go. I do remember it. I do remember. I, never I love watched that it, but shit. I do remember. I never watched it. I don't need to go back. Oh my God. I don't even know where you can find it because you can't even Google it. You can't even click some keys and Google me. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, have you searched? I'm going to search my Apple TV. It, it yeah. gives, I can just search it and it shows me where everything is available. Okay. If it's available on the internet. Okay, so I will so okay, so she's going to this thing. I think she was really going for Keisha, but it looked like Anthony was taking over. I don't really know what was going on there, but Keisha fucking straight up bailed on her ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're gonna do she was like, I want something shocking. And this is where editing comes in that later where I was a little confused. She said that like getting out of the helicopter or something like that. And then he said non-specifically he was gonna do something shocking, <laughs> but didn't tell us what was gonna be shocking. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Okay. Cleopatra themed for some unknown reason. Like, They're gonna bring Hollywood to Atlanta. And but as Cleopatra. This is all over the place, you guys. So it's it. Oh, I no, I get it. It's 1940s Hollywood, 1950s Hollywood bringing Elizabeth Taylor Taylor's Cleopatra. Now that mm. would have been fun. The white that's a version. theme I can get behind. Mm-hmm. The whitewashed Cleopatra. Yes, the whitewashed. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just meant like. Big Hollywood, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the same set, but we can do it correct. Mm-hmm. That and correct. And you have that's brown what we're people. Do. Yes, that's what I mean. We'll have the same set, but not the okay, same Okay, got past. you, got you. Set and correct. Okay, got yeah. you. Right, 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 right. And Cut Elizabeth Taylor. moving on. And, and honestly, Elizabeth Taylor, her ghost is booked, so we can't bring her down anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, we've tried to book her for this show, but she there says There are so few people that have the perfect crazy energy that just like lights up my life and elizabeth taylor is one of those people she she's one of those people who is so crazy that she makes you think like everything she's doing is normal yeah like when i i i well first of all i listened to her book her book is phenomenal but i also like listened to a lot of podcasts about her and every time I listen to her, it's almost like how I feel in Mommy Dearest, where mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes complete sense. Like, of course, like, like laughing. I'm like, she has 51% of this company. Like, I'm just like, this makes complete sense. It just really, her crazy also, like, when they're telling the story about, like, the stories of her tumultuous relationships. And, like, I was like, yeah, of course, that's exactly how you would behave. Yeah, of course. <laughs> this is normal behavior. Why wouldn't she be doing this? She and her relationship with rock hudson oh, oh. and i mean i think that like who's afraid of virginia wolf like if you just yes. watch that movie it's just like that's actually just elizabeth taylor like actually that's just her i and that's why people play best when they're being themselves yeah. that's why jennifer aniston has only taken the same role in every movie and only plays herself look but at it works. name a better person to go to sleep to you know that's yeah. comforting actually i like to go to sleep to jennifer lopez uh, Made in Manhattan. I love Made in Manhattan. I I love the new Marry Me. Movie. Oh, you liked Marry Me? Oh my god, I love it. Marry really? Me. I watched that preview and I felt very. It's not good. I mean, it's very bad. Is it the? It's the new one with um with Owen Wilson. Fergie's. Oh, okay. It's not the one with Fergie. Oh no 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 no. Yeah, okay, that's good. um yeah that's Shotgun Wedding or something. Shotgun Wedding. Yeah. Well, yeah. that one looks like a ride. Yeah. Jennifer, it's like it's like um. 
it becomes an action movie halfway through. Yeah, <laughs> I was very confused by the trailer too. Okay, I was Mary, like, I, I do love him. Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's cute. And then, like, he's a math teacher, and he teaches his daughter, and they, like, basically have a math leads, but they're called the Pythons, like, Pi, like, 3.14. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so jealous. I can't be there. That's amazing. Isn't that cute? Yeah, that is okay. so good. Watch that it. Is Fall asleep so, to it. Watch it's, it. It's okay. delightful. I, I will watch it. Um, so they're going to do that theme, and Shrey, everybody in this era loves the term eye candy. I've never heard it so much in my life. She's like, like eye candy? Um, eye candy. And then they're going to have a poem recited, which when he was saying that, I was going to be like, I was going to be like, ax the poem. And then I was like, uh, and Shrey was like, oh, okay, great. Just have him call me. <laughs> I was yeah. like, uh, no, like, I don't want a poet. Um, and then he said, we will not disappoint you. And Sheree literally threatens them to burn their fucking name. <laughs> it was like, I'll tell everyone. Um, and she will and she will and then lisa meets up with candy and i forgot that lisa was our liaison to candy yeah i totally forgot that too and the pocketbook monologues oh yeah have you ever seen the vagina monologues no oh i saw them they're good oh well i thought i was gonna get a better better rate review i saw about get them a five out of ten anyway back up Marry um, me, marry me, say yes. <laughs> I mean, it was no Jennifer Lopez. Like. So, I want to go to sleep to it every night. Um, Actually, candy. I go to sleep to um, the holiday or the intern every night. Oh, I love the holiday. I've never seen the intern. <laughs> oh my God, that's my favorite. Is oh, it with Anne Hathaway? Movies. Yes. And um, Robert De Niro. It's one of I my love Anne Hathaway. The best sick movie, like to make you feel better. Oh, okay. It makes well, me so. I just have so much so, to watch. So you do. All my uh, rom coms. I love it. I I need more of that. More and it's of complicated. I I I I have seen that it's complicated. I saw in theaters. Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> and then we, and then Candy. Bye bye, bye. Rich, rich, rich. Um, escape. We all know who she is. So she doesn't want to be a good shape of you. Shape of you. Yes, yes, yes. Can't yes. you tell too what parts she writes and like see it in your head like her picture? Oh yeah. I like, know, and I now would, my bed sheets smell like you. I would love to see or release her versions of the song mm -hmm. when she when she sings them. She really should. Um, and but Lisa does want to be a goody two shoes vagina. So we have two opposite ends of the spectrums, spectrums. And uh, Candy's engaged to AJ, and Mama Joyce don't like that. She mm -hmm. don't play with him. She don't play with nobody that comes no. up for Miss Candy Candy Louise. And AJ has six kids. Yeah, and that's a lot. That is I mean, a lot. I, 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 as a parent, would also not approve. You know what I mean? He like probably is like Ed and doesn't understand how well, pregnancy works. And he has a lot of different co-parents. Mm -hmm. And that is just, that is a commitment, especially because she's already dealing with the shit with Riley. So she's already got mm -hmm. another parent that's already like to deal with. But to deal with like that many parents and that many schedules is a very special commitment that takes a very certain person. And Candy's doing a lot. So like she really doesn't have time for that. <laughs> like, it's like Gene Mom. Yeah, it's it's a lot. I mean, I get so fucking stressed out watching people go parent. It Ooh. is really, and I, and also nothing impresses me more than when people do it right. And I'm like, good for you for being like a normal fucking person. Seriously, like, like, like and taking your relationship with your child and like the the their well being actually so seriously and yeah. making it a priority. Thank it's really you. impressive. And I'm glad we've gotten to a place where I'd like to think that a lot of relationships 
thrive way more than when we grew up in the 90s, which was like the, the epicenter of divorce. I, th- I, I mean, you can never like get rid of that trauma, I think, and pain. But I think, I think you know, there is people that they, they have their holidays together. They spend time together. And I think there's also people that like actually become friends. Good for weird. them. Oh, good for them. Okay. And then we go to talking about Kim knowing Dallas. And Candy says, just because Dallas knows you doesn't know he want- doesn't mean he wants to work with you, which he doesn't. So, Kim, what's happening with your voice is you just don't know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> I, um, I hear that woman all the time when I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, see, what's happening here today is you just don't know what you're doing. I'm like, you're absolutely We're right doing now. the thing. <laughs> We're doing the thing. Um, when I get figure out what the thing is, I'll let you know. Everyone seems to have a problem with Kim at this point. Nini, not, not as much as you would think, but everyone else does. She's been talking around town. She's been spreading, spreading the gossip. And everybody's about ready to go to Nisi Nash's party except for Candy. And so they all are about to collide, or so they think. Mm-hmm. Kim slithers in and avoids everyone. I cheat these before Sheree even gets there. Yep, she, they pass each other on the way in. And do you notice when Sheree does the red carpet, oh, I the do. interviewer says, it's Nisi Nash's birthday. And she says, whose birthday? <laughs> she thought she was there for an event for her. Oh, my God. Did you see her? She was cheesing. She was cheese. She was Gouda. She was fucking Gruyere. I she was, was looking for Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> yeah. She was Cleopatra. Uh, because- she said, did you bring my ass? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I am Virginia Woolf. Um, and then, like, it was crazy. Um, so, uh, Kim has apparently been saying that Greg was broke and that Lisa had a rap sheet and was on drugs. Um, and I forget what she said about Trey, but probably a lot of stuff. I don't know if she said that they looked alike again because that would have been offensive. God, you're She's so crazy. damn pretty. She's stupid, beautiful. <laughs> No, you're beautiful. No, you're beautiful. No, you're beautiful. No, I'm beautiful. No, I would have been like, you're right. I am beautiful. Let's get on with it. Um, and then we go to Candy's, and this is kind of just like our first. We Lisa fucking lubed us up, and now we've got Candy's life. So we're getting a little scene about how she lives her life. We see little Riley. Little Riley is so cute. Okay. I loved her side ponytail. Oh, so smart. So smart. And Candy's recording Fly Above. She flies above all those haters. I used to always say that to Stella when all when other dogs would bark at her. Yeah. Oh, what was that song about Candy Yams that she did? Uh, I'll have to get back to you on that one. I'll sing it next week. I forget what that song is, but I love it. It's also on that, it's on that EP she had after AJ died. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert, guys. Sorry, um, sorry, yeah, for sorry guys. <laughs> AJ doesn't make it. Um, rest in peace. And then we go to, um, and I just love Riley and uh, I love their relationship. Yes. I feel like that's the best way to like be a mom, be a friend, but also like, I just feel like they have like a really good communication style and it's really respectable. Yeah, she really is great. And to see her get emotional saying that there's a lot of single mothers in her, family and that she didn't break the cycle like i i love seeing vulnerable candy me too me too and you know it's it's such a juxtaposition for me where she is now and where she was there and i feel like we've really grown up with candy candy was so young and she's been on tv for so long 
you know, she was really young. And yeah. so like, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to see that transition. And I feel like she's just such a boss now, not that she wasn't there, mm -hmm. but she's just like, she, she's somebody that really lives within her own skin. You yes. know what I mean? And it's nice to see. Um, and then we go to Nini's getting ready to go meet Sheree alone. Um, and I thought my enemy's enemy is my friend. That's what's happening right here. <laughs> oh, definitely. Uh, this is this is get priming themselves for the wig yank heard around the world. And then I realized that they were bringing Cairo and Brent to play. And I want to know if Cairo and Brent are friends. Do I hope so. Out? Did he send him flowers? I was going to say a pizza, but not. I went to the hospital. Like, he's doing better. Are they best friends? I need to know I more. So. I See, these are the things I don't hear, and I need to hear them. We'll look um, on their Instagram and see. Hey, Michaela, we need a background check. Um, and then we go to Wig, and she's thinking about going to beauty school, which this was. Your wig oh is squeezing my. your head too tight. Oh, my God. Poor Kim. <laughs> Poor little Kim. Um, <laughs> so they take her in the class. And Kim instantly reverts to like sixth grade class clown. Um, yeah. Who can't concentrate. She's like rattling her pen. She sits down and she goes, she goes, cool book. <laughs> I also love that she's explaining like that she's starting a wig line to the woman there. Yeah. And she said, I had no other choice but to wear a wig for me and my vanity. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a genius monologue line for, for me, me and my, my vanity. vanity. I love, I love that honesty. <laughs> it's so dramatic. I had no other choice for me and my vanity. <laughs> my vanity was holding me hostage. Oh, and that woman was like, oh my god. And then um, she like has so much ADD. And then she gets up, and the woman started. She's like, I've never seen a curling iron like this. I've never seen a curling iron like this because she can't curl hair. And, and then she goes. I don't need to learn. I can just hire these people. Yeah. I was like, she's really there scouting to pay underpay minions. Yep. Typical sweetie, Kim. are you in there? <laughs> sweetie, are you in that yeah, room? That's where we found Sweetie. Save yourself immediately. What? <laughs> the wet Kim's vanities after you. <laughs> uh, and then we go to Candy, AJ, and Riley. They're in the kitchen. Um, AJ, uh, no, Riley has a swift um, scheduling that she has to do in her bedroom as soon as Candy starts questioning her about whether she wants a stepbrother or not. And she's um, like, no. She's like, I just want this whipped cream. She, and, yeah, and then she spits it out. And they're in her room and Riley pulls a A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah. And says, I'm a TV person in Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah. She was like, um, Mama, Grandma Joyce told me that Anybody that I call stepdad or stepfather will be stealing everything I have. So I need to watch Anna Montana right now, and I will yes. call them friends. <laughs> and I'll call them friends, exactly. <laughs> and then he'll oh have God. to be my friend. Yeah, and she was have like, to be my um, you can stay, but I'm going to fucking watch Anna Montana, so get the fuck out of here. <laughs> she was like, I've got a strict schedule right now. I need you to. I'm a TV person. Yeah, she's like, I'm straight. Out of here. i got to watch Anna Montana. <laughs> Jesus, like I've had my whipped cream. Now I need my Hannah Montana. I, I mean, love her. That's what I do every day. I, a star. I, she is a star. And I was like, this is so real. I would be like, yeah, mom, whatever. <laughs> Nobody's going to call him step. And you know what? She doesn't really call any of them step, step brother. Yeah. She, my just, friend, living her life. <laughs> what if she goes up to little blaze and she's like, this is my this friend. Is my friend. <laughs> she's my friend. This is my friend blaze. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's really cool. We met at, yeah, at the playground, you know. We met in my mom's vagina. <laughs> and her dwindling uterus. I said, that girl's got it. That, that girl's, girl's got, got it. it. That, that was... That's how she I won mean, you over? That, that's fashion. <laughs> that's everything. Um, and then Sheree calls Anthony. He... Now, this is also where I wish I would have gotten... I feel like now we would have gotten more of the stories. Yeah. We would have gotten, like, a cell phone with missed calls and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. she's on the phone with Anthony. He gets short with her. Um, And then... Uh, she stops and she goes in to get her hair done by Miss Lawrence. And she, Miss Lawrence is Elizabeth Taylor, her hype gay. Yep. And she is like, no, you need to check him, boo. Like, you need to let him know who's boss. Like, yep. I love seeing Miss Lawrence. Oh, me too. Remember, remember when we saw her in Bros? Did your heart not flutter? Oh my God, I cried. I was yeah. so proud. I, I was like, I was like, you are everyone. You did that, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Uh, Miss Lawrence Curtis. You did that. Okay, so she's all hyped up. She's getting ready. She was getting her hair done to go to this meeting. So she meets with Anthony. Um, and the meeting started out better than I actually remember because I just remember this exploding all right. So she actually seems very professional. Uh-huh. And she... Well, at first, she's, well, because we don't know his side of the story. So what she was asking for was more communication. Um, I do think that there was plenty of communication. Yeah, exactly. And I think that she was probably being rude. And that, uh, so I think his side is she keeps asking the same questions over and over, stuff he's already told her and provided her in writing, probably. And she won't look at a damn email and instead just ask him over and over. Or listen to a voicemail. Yes. Yes. I agree. Um, I think he's just fed up. And And he he says, click them keys and Google me. (laughs) He does. Um, and, and then he goes, you deal with me or you deal with no one. And and I don't know why she wants this helicopter. She said he promised a helicopter. I really heard her say she wants a helicopter. Yeah. But a helicopter is going to ruin everybody's hair. That's like, what... nobody wants a helicopter there. You're not fucking Tom Cruise. No. Like, no helicopter. Get out of here, Maverick. Yeah, and you don't, you, your house is getting foreclosed on. Yeah, really. You can't afford a motherfucking helicopter, bitch. You haven't got anyway. child support since you got divorced. Like, right. come on. You need to be saving those coins. Um, and then he said, and then you need a reality check. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. he did. And then she said, who gonna check me, boo? And and you you okay? You okay? <laughs> Just iconic. The best said, part of the veins in her like neck. you every day. <laughs> The veins in her neck oh. are so scary. And do you notice they're screaming at the top of their lungs? Oh, yeah. And the employee just comes and closes the door. <laughs> She's like, this happens all the time. She's like, um. <laughs> this happens all the time. She's like, um, I'm sorry. I got to watch Hannah Montana. Like, <laughs> I'm a TV person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let me close that door right there. Anywho, um, and, then, and then she goes, um, the Cleveland girl was ready to call Pokey and them to come over there and beat his ass. And honestly, she should have. The way he yelled at her um, was insane. It was crazy. And like, I mean, and then he says, your mama is a bitch. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. I was like, oh. Not Thelma. What? Not Thelma. <laughs> and then she said, what 
ever happened to customers. So. That's my favorite <laughs> line of all time. Like, no, that has that was my saying. Is it not it, everything she said? Whatever happened? She said to whatever happened service. to customer service. <laughs> Genius. What? <laughs> what? Like you literally almost got a fist fight with this motherfucker and you come out and say, whatever happened to customer service? What? Wow. Wow. Like she really was shocked. That's <laughs> the best moment of my life. She like, was like, wow. And honestly, that you forget sometimes in the drudgery with Sheree, because you go on, Sheree isn't always a star star in every scene. Right. Like sometimes she's kind of annoying. A lot of times you get why people are irritated, but she has these moments like that, that are like just simply iconic. And she's just like, that's who she is. That's Sheree. When she tries to put on for the camera, she's not as good. But when she acts like who she is, she's genius. Oh my God. So good. And like the fact that she pauses after whatever happened to like respect. Oh, she delivered the line. Honey. Like, it was like, perfect. You, you know, and you don't know where she's going. Like respect to like chivalry to, right. you know, does anything customer service. Customer oh my service. God. Genius. Wow. wow. She, rah, did the rah, thing. Rah. Uh, she did the thing. So that's both of our sayings, right? We agree. Oh, 100%. We kidding? come to a common consensus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think for me, I had two. One was Nini's $15,000 drapes. And the other one was Ed Hartwell or and a lot of men on these Bravo shows and shows in general, impregnating people and having no idea how pregnancy works. Amen. Yep. I think you, you know, you also like, I just don't get it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand mm-hmm. how it's happening still. And you, what's your, who's your sinner? Men. Men. Yeah. Ralph Pittman. Yeah, all of them. All of them. All, all the Ralphs out there. Everyone except for Pookie and him. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph, mm. Ralph Pittman, every Ralph, Pookie mm-hmm. and them. Pookie and them, that, that needs to be a show. I want to go to Cleveland and film a show called Pookie <laughs> I loved Cleveland. Just like the city? Yeah, or like, I like the Cleveland. show? Oh, okay. Uh, people, I love I, Cleveland. Cleveland does a bad rap. <laughs> I like it. I loved Cleveland. Um... <laughs> Uh, okay, she loves Cleveland, everybody. There we go. Who gonna check me, boo? Who gonna check? Please gonna check you, boo. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. We will check. You, we will be back here for some more. Who gonna check me, boos next week? Yes, we will. Follow us on Instagram at Housewives Heretics underscore and rate us five stars and leave a review for us anywhere you podcast. We love you. Stay blessed, y'all. Amen, bitches. Perfect. No, good. Uh, okay. They bless you all. What if we just did it for 15 minutes? Amen, bitches. Say bless y'all. Bless y'all. <laughs> and then whoever could hang up first. Who's going to check me, boo? Say bless y'all. going to check me, boo? Say <laughs>Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlist, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. 
Amen, Amen bitches. bitches.